0: This is the Marketing Nemosas Podcast. I'm Ashley Paragoy. This is where my team and I at Funnel Brew get to share with you all the things around being a parent, being an entrepreneur, and keeping up with the digital marketing Joneses. So without further ado, we're gonna jump right into this next episode and be sure that if you love this podcast, subscribe and leave your review. Thank you so much and let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to the show. We're gonna talk about something today that I think is on the hearts of many, many people about having a course, creating it, and knowing what kind of income you can create from that course or digital offer. Um, Mainly, we're gonna talk about courses only because it's something that can create consistent revenue in your business without it taking up your time. Um, and as an evergreen offer. So it works if you work the system and you do it right. And I've got Cassie and Lisa here. Say hello. Of course, they're hey. here. Hey, and on this episode, too, we're going to let you kind of behind the scenes on some of the responses that we got from a recent survey we've sent out. And you may have heard us talk about it recently, but we're going to share some of those results with you and then kind of tie it into what your pricing is for your course, because this is ultimately the thing that's going to decide on how much income you can make. Because at the end of the day, there is no limit. There, there doesn't have to be a limit with an evergreen offer, especially meaning that it's something that doesn't necessarily take your time. You can sell it, resell it, resell it, resell it. I do suggest keeping it updated, obviously, because you don't want to sell bad product or offer that's outdated. Um, and there's a lot of outdated things out there, so just be mindful of that. However, we're gonna just dive in into the survey responses again, tie it into maybe what your price point is, and maybe why your price point is that, and then how to raise the bar or find that really good, strong medium that um, will will create revenue for you on a consistent basis, and. Um, Let those business dreams come true. So without further ado, um, I'm going to let Lisa kind of go over just the overarching results on some of the, you know, hey, most of our clients that took the survey are at this price point. And then we're going to share with you some of their words verbatim on what their goals are. And then we're just going to talk about those just conversationally as we go and dive into the underlying meaning of what it is that they are saying and what it is that it could mean for them. And then also tie it into the people that took our survey that weren't charging as much and maybe how they can overcome those imposter syndrome type of feelings that they might be feeling when it comes to pricing their offer and selling it. So Lisa, yeah. you want to take the to take the ropes on this yeah. and just like share some some fun little findings of our, of our ultimate data? <laughs> yeah. So one of the
1: cool things we asked um, in the survey was um, you know, what are you doing? Are you a creator? Are you a coach? Um and then we also asked people what was the price of their highest offer? And Ashley, we, you, Cassie, and I were, you know, talking about the results the other day as they were coming in and it looks like the majority of them, uh, well, no, let's say what, what did we say? Like about half or under yeah. the 2000 range. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think one of the overarching themes is that um, when we were looking at the open-ended response, which just asked them, you know, what do you think the best thing to happen to your business would be in, in 2023 is, um, you know mostly people looking to just make more sales, consistent sales, more sales. Um, You know, I want to have someone fall in love with my creations was one of the responses. And, you know, I want to be able to quit my regular full-time job and focus, you know, solely on my passion project. Or uh, this was one of my favorite ones. And I think I might've mentioned this on another podcast. Um, I want my jewelry to make it on at least one red carpet event. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just these really great, kind of aspirations we're seeing from um, the people that have sort of priced their offer, you know, in that range, sort of in yeah. the under 2000 range.
0: Yeah. So one of the things that I was looking at was just the people that have an offer for, you know, the 51 to 200 range. That was one of our yes. options. I, I want to like, I want, because it's so clear And maybe it's because I live in this world, but you can almost sense the difference in the mindset. And, and I, I know mindset. I don't necessarily love to talk about it too much because it can get so deep and that's more business coaching, um, which I do, but it's like, I kind of keep it off this podcast because it's something that I think needs to be personalized. However, it's clear when i'm reading the responses of what is the best thing that could happen to your business in 2023 and i'm just going to share with you guys the difference and you're going to probably pick it up too so the range where somebody had said that their offer was 51 to 200 their highest offer 51 to yeah. $200 what their ultimate goals were here's here's just a few one of them was attract a steady flow of clients. Another one was to remain consistent. I would have 10 clients and it could be recognized outside of our local area. That's another one. And if if it could take off and I could quit my regular full-time job to focus on something, let me, something that I love. Okay, so that is our 51 to 200 offer people. That's just a few of their responses, right? Yep. So you take that and then I'm going to jump down to, there was a few that had offers over 10,000. Okay. And so this is kind of like taking one extreme to the other, but it's so crystal clear. So the responses from that are, um, you know, what is the best thing that could happen? They said, I get the most out of it. Nail down my marketing system, consistent social media, adding blogging, and hold on. I can't see everything. And <laughs> and, and and the email list, okay? Then another one said, options are limitless. And another one said, reach my goals. And so the difference is that they're not talking about quitting their jobs. They're not talking about more clients, <laughs>
1: because
0: at the end of the day, it doesn't, more clients does not equal more sales. In fact, it equals just more work. And even if, if you think about it like this, even if you have a course that is $5,000 and it's evergreen, Yes, it can run on its own. Yes, they can press play. Yes, they can do all these things on their own. However, there still needs to be a team behind that for support for, hey, I can't log in. Hey, um, I have a question about this because that is part of the expectation that they have. So even if you're not offering like one on one support with your course, you're still going to need a team to back that up. And the only way you can afford a team to help you is going to be to charge enough. Otherwise you're going to have to sell a crap ton of offers. (laughs) And then you may fall short. Like when something breaks and you don't have, you know, you can only handle so much where you're one person. And so it keeps you from being able to stay in your lane and do what you love and create that content and have that consistency. Now. The person that has, you know, over 10 or their offer is over 10 grand and they need to nail down their marketing system. That tells me that, you know, maybe they want to sell more and they they are attracting, you know, the right people, but they know that there is consistency needed. And so that's where it's like, okay, let's create that consistency. You know, can you hire somebody? Who's that who's that person? And so that's where when it comes to core sales you you have to look at like the big picture and you have to look at the big picture from day one. And starting small is fine and dandy, but I think with the low ticket offers and then also the amount of work and ads that go into creating those offers, like they have to make sense. Yeah. So if you have like a low ticket offer, but your you know average conversion rate on, you know, social media platform for ads or, or Google ads is half of that, then like there goes your profit. So exactly. it's, it's not smart and you can't grow like that. And then the, you know, the other part is, you know, the, the person that was, you know, 51 to $200 that want to quit their full-time job will raise your price, start up at a higher rate. And then and then offer like smaller things because it's going to be way harder to leave your full time job on just one low ticket offer if you're not like a hundred percent in. And and you know mm-hmm. when you are torn in a different place, million different places, it makes it hard to be able to do that. So I recommend starting off at a higher ticket and then adding lower ticket. Um, and if you're going to offer something low ticket, like make it a template. I I see it all the time. People love the templates. Um, that are just easy peasy plug and play. And it's just something you create and you can sell, you know, offer that as a thing because it's not going to require so much like support, tech support. Um, But you really need to have your highest ticket offer. That was the whole point of the survey was like, what is your highest offer? Not what is your offer? What is your highest offer? And that's where this became like so evident that there needs to be a higher price point than what a lot of people are playing at,
1: right? And I'm glad we asked, you know, both of the questions because then it allowed us to filter down and see that difference, where right. you know how different the mindset is based on what they're currently offering,
0: right? And Lisa, if you want to share some of, the I think the average, like a good average, was like the 2,000 to 5,000 range. I think that that's a healthy average too, it's right. to what you're offering do you want to share some of those? Because that to me also like fills in the gap between the people that are at lower tickets for their highest offer versus at the highest ticket Yeah, can clearly see like where their, their goals and their mindset are.
1: Yeah. So I think one of the, like, what I could tell from that grouping was, okay, they've, they feel they're confident, right. in what they're offering and they just want to scale. They want mm-hmm. to get more exposure. And so, um, you know, uh, one of the responses was for it to grow more. Yeah, I want to make a million dollars in profit. I mm-hmm. want more exposure. Um, right. I want to triple my income. <laughs> like, yeah, consistent sales. It's it's the people that just now they want they want to up level essentially. Yes,
0: yes, exactly. They're they're they are there. They're in there. Like things are working, but now they are ready to scale it to maybe that means yes maybe that means like automation that could mean that they want you know more students in their program but you know that is like you know those are more details that we can't see however you can clearly see that they are not talking about quitting their jobs they're not it's like they're past that point yep and what would have been interesting is to know like what 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 did you start off as like your your highest ticket offer i mean i'd love to talk to each of these people cuz i think that's so interesting um yeah. one of them is a is a it looks like she's a va and she's offering online services and it sounds like she wants to be a full-time va so her offer is at that 2000 to 5000 range and she's probably got you know a a job outside of what she's doing, but she's got her offer price so that it might not take, but like maybe two clients to fill in that gap right. so that she can leave her job. Exactly. But and, how many- and
1: yeah, no, it's just, it's just very interesting to see, like you said, like it wouldn't take much. No, you
0: know, no, but like because the, of
1: how she's priced it.
0: But at the $200 level, if you were trying to quit your job, like that's to to sell 10 of them. You'd have to sell ten of them at a two hundred dollar level to even get to two thousand. Right, and she, you know she obviously knows that. And as a VA,
1: if she's just trying to fill the gap, she's probably thinking, okay, I don't have the availability to focus on that many clients if I'm offering this low level offer. Whereas exactly. if I can, you know, scale it up and offer it in this range, then my time is better spent. Right.
0: Right, yeah. and. Sorry. I also feel like that shows like what client you're going to get. Yes. Yeah. You know, like the yeah, low- who you're
1: attracting,
0: right? Yeah. Like I feel like the lower the offer, the more work you're going to end up doing. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I mean, I can vouch for myself on that. Like when I first started coaching, I had no idea what to charge and, and didn't plan on coaching. So I didn't know. And I took on, you know, the first few clients, as not free but lower but learned very quickly that it's it, it's a mindset so that is like a high ticket coach so as a high ticket coach if i were to work with somebody that um has a lower ticket offer it's a very different approach for me than the person that has a higher offer right so i know kind of which where they're at even just on this. I mean, I can already see it. So that makes it so that like I'd offer, you know, we'd start off somewhere different than, you know, this cookie cutter, you know, coaching program, Mm -hmm. because it's more or less like it's got to speak to them specifically, just like a course needs to speak to your audience specifically.
1: Yeah.
0: So the way I think the best way really to map out how much you can make is to determine what your ultimate goal is. So raise the bar. And I love this analogy. If, if if anybody listening has ever heard it or read Tony Robbins, um, they always, he, well, he uses this analogy of the thermostat on the wall. So everybody has like a comfort zone and, you know, mine is between 68 degrees and 70 degrees. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if I go above 70, I'm like, really hot. And if I go below 68, I'm a little chilly. And so, you know, finding that comfort zone, but if you can raise the bar up like a notch more to where you're not super uncomfortable, but Hey, you like, this is, I need to adapt. Then that's better than feeling like you have to just go gung ho, but you definitely need to raise the bar and not think on this minimal level Mm -hmm. and really think of like, okay, here's my ultimate goal and then figure out the work that it's going to take for you to, to reach that next level of, of mindset and drive and confidence. And, and then you can grow from there. I think so many people get so fixated on the tech or you know, being scared. And again, this is why we created funnel brew school, because we didn't want that to be an obstacle, which could help people. But then the other piece of it is ultimately like the coaching piece, right? Cause it's, it's gotta, like, they both have to work. Even if you have your marketing, like nailed down, you might freeze on a, on a discovery call. You might. F- you know, get really nervous and people can sense that. So that's where like coaching can definitely help as well. Um, but if you can map this out and say, Hey, here's what I want to make and then reverse engineer it backwards. That's really the best thing to really know. Okay. How many clients can I really take on and over deliver? Yeah. That's, what's going to help you grow, you know, over deliver, And what is also going to take me a fair amount of time without it overwhelming me. So depending on, you know, are you working full-time somewhere else and knowing that I think goal number one is going to be to beat wherever you're at, at least by a couple thousand dollars. So whatever your salary is right now at a full-time job, you know, and you, whatever you make every month you know, up at two grand or something. And then that way you have some cushion and that's your goal. And that's not something crazy. But if you are struggling with coming up with a higher price point, I think that that's like a fair, a fair way to maybe start, try to start instead of playing like small. I will share with you because I know that there's a lot of stories out there about the SLO offers, but the SLO offers that worked two years ago, don't necessarily work the same because ads have gone up. So we had a client that had a $47 offer, stay-at-home mom, six kids, homeschooled them all. And she was easily doing, you know, 15 grand a month, but that was two or three years ago. And I think that just now people are like consuming these or this information right and then they're trying to put it into play now which they don't realize that it's more work now than it was then yeah so that's where it's like you have to make sure that you are consuming information that is relevant today and not even six months ago um exactly. again. doesn't mean that it can't happen but the cost of ads and conversions and and all of those other things that go into play now are very different. So you don't ever like base your results on that, knowing that the algorithms have changed, marketing has changed. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot more work. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I, I mean that in like a, a different way. It's a it's a creative work that is required now that wasn't necessarily needed before. So it's all about like the customer experience. Um, so yeah, I would say come up with whatever your goal is, then the number of people you want to serve, then you can determine your price point. And then once you determine that, I would raise it up hair <laughs> just <laughs> to get you out of your comfort zone and, and start there. Cause that's ultimately what's going to get you to that next level. Now, if you're at the 2000 to $5,000 range for your offer, I think that that's good. But then like for those people, they can think of a higher offer so they can still keep that offer, but now you can also add in additional offers that are even higher. So it's always about raising the bar and then creating like this suite of offers. But I wouldn't start off with the smallest one. I would start off with the highest one today. What do you, I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, it just makes sense. And then offer smaller offers as you go, because then you can attract the right people from the get-go and then the other people that start to notice you, they might not be able to afford to work with you at the highest offer, but they're gonna say yes so easily to like something that they can get their hands on that you do offer. Yep.
1: Exactly.
0: So then it's like, you put your effort into marketing your highest offer, and then you will find that almost daily, if not daily, all these other little offers are being sold just automatically. And it's not taking you any of your time. I think part of that is because like when you're out there and you, you know, connect
1: with the brand or with a, a provider or whoever, a coach, and you're willing to invest that into yourself, into your business, you know, at that price point. Then you see all these, you know, other things that they're offering, and they're like, oh, yeah, I could mm-hmm. use that. Oh, yeah, I could use that. Whereas yeah. if you, you know, see that person and you're following them and you, you know, they're doing a good job, you know, keeping you engaged. Mm-hmm. um and you can't afford it you may be willing to to snap up some of those lower ticket items thinking you know okay this is how i'm going to keep up right now and when i'm able to then i'm going to invest bigger and so yes. i feel like by by focusing on that higher offer you're still almost appealing to everybody cuz then people can aspire yes to being able to work with you at that level
0: yes and you're appealing to the right people right yeah from the get go And it's all about influence too, because those people that are at the highest point, if they're also sharing with their circle, they're going to also have a mixture of people in their circle that are at high ticket and at lower ticket. And it's just this ripple effect of goodness for the right people that, that cater to you, that, that love what you do, that will follow you. And Some of them might not buy buy right away, but they will buy if, as long as you keep them engaged and you have something to offer them. And if they can't afford you, they're gonna still follow you because they value anything that you're sharing. Right. And then they will, you know, the minute you put out something small, great, they're gonna jump on it right away. Right. So to do it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So I mean, really. It comes down to starting with the, the larger offer, getting out of your comfort zone, determining what it is that you want to make, you know, whether it's monthly or daily or or <laughs> yearly, whatever that case may be, and then reverse engineering it backwards and always, always, always you know, really nurturing the people that are already in your circle and don't forget about them. Don't focus on just new leads, focus on nurturing the people that you have. Um, I saw a coach, I can't remember her name, but she was showed up on my Instagram and she had shared this like quick thing on how she might not have like a big email list, but she's got a strong following and she has high ticket offers. She's got low ticket offers But she's like the no bullshit. Like she's like, hey, the right people are going to buy from me. The wrong people won't like, and she's okay with that. And that's really the mentality that everybody should try to develop or aim to develop because they get so fixated or they get their feelings hurt when somebody doesn't buy. And and I think it's just part of women, just we're sensitive and we care about what other people think (laughs) and we care about other people's feelings, but then at the end of the day, just really owning whatever it is that is you and that's what the right people will just be attracted to that and then you're always going to have people that don't like it and that's okay too so just being confident in what it is you're offering and doing is is crucial for sure so anyway anything else (laughs)
1: Um, you know, I just, as we as we have these discussions, I just can't help but like continually want to tie all of these, everything back to like data and knowing your uh-huh. business and knowing your customers. And it just, it just, it's always so um, important. And I think yeah. this is just another great example of
0: that. I know it's so valuable. Like even just emailing your list currently, like if you have any email list, I don't care if it's 50 people or thousands of people send them a survey, a few questions, give them something in return because it is their time and listen to what they are saying. And you'll know who your audience is. Like it's priceless. And then you'll know, Hey, I need to create content around this or, Hey, you know, they're okay with spending this amount of money. Here's their budget for X, Y, or Z. And it's, Again, priceless, priceless, priceless. And then it's showing that you're paying attention and you're not just winging it. So Mm it doesn't matter how big or small your list is, start there as well. Like definitely pay attention to the data, pay attention to what they're clicking on. You know, all of that data stuff is magical and it's more important now than ever. Um, And then also personalized things. That's big this year and it's not going to go away. Um, So personalizing is huge. And, and that's another thing like the platforms that, you know, are out there. There's free ones. And there's a lot of free tools out there. I actually shared um, some free tools last night with our email list for um, 2023 and kind of phasing into Web3 in a Web2 world. But the good platforms that will keep your business afloat, keep the data in front of you, like they cost money. And so if you're charging like such a low ticket, you might not have any clue because you might, you know, trying to be getting by with like all these free platforms and you're missing out on like the data because you're not taking it up a notch and really knowing that hey this is going to pay for itself because it's going to give me more data which is going to allow me to make smarter decisions great, great. um but the short answer to all of this on like <laughs> how much you can make with a course is is definitely limitless it's my people are like they're all my people but the people where i i would most resonate with would definitely be the, the people that have that over 10 K mindset and have that over 10 K offer where they're like, options are limitless. Like I love her. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. because that is the way it is versus the people that are just trying to get out of, you know, their full-time job. Like those, are that's also like where my heart is because I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to help you. And so, you know, one of them's like, my bestie. And then the other one's like, Oh my gosh, let's get you to that point because we can, we can get you there, but it's just a matter of the marketing, the sales, the mindset, the coaching, like it, it does take work. It takes investment in time and money, but you know, if you do it the right way and aren't trying to just copycat, you'll, you'll get there. And, and yeah. you will be saying my options are limitless. In, in a matter of time. So that's it. Anything else, anything fun going on this week, besides the weather that's crazy. And it was like, <laughs> and I think we talked about weather last time, but I swear Virginia was yeah, like,
1: like central Virginia is just, I was so it rained all day yesterday. It was cold, but like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't snowing. And then I woke up this morning and everything was iced over the cars yeah. were ice shut. The deck was iced over. I know. <laughs> they like all froze overnight.
0: I know. Our, our but isn't it supposed to be 70 on- Yes. Yep. One day <laughs> this week? <laughs> yes. So we'll all have. We'll all be sick with like allergies or, or something. I know. I, I walked outside this morning and I like slipped on my porch and I was like, oh, that's <gasps> the first time this this winter. Oh, I know. No. Knock, on, knock on wood. We haven't had any crazy snows. Yeah. We're almost out of that. So hopefully- I mean, I'd be totally fine with not having snow. I'm not a snow fan. (laughs) I'm not either.
1: (laughs) I just find it weird that we haven't gotten anything like crazy amount of snow yet. I know.
0: It's midway through
1: February, February, so like there's still a chance.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I feel like February is usually our like worst month. Like it's cold and just snow and like it's been so warm. Yeah. So I remember this just because I was 10. (laughs) And it was my tenth birthday, so my birthday's in March, and so it was 1992, and we had a blizzard that day, and my birthday party almost got canceled. So Aww. I remember that. But then other times, like I mean, it's been like 80 degrees on my birthday, so yep. it's it's crazy.
1: Yep, I, I mean, I'm an end of February birthday, and same thing. I there, yeah. I would say half my birthdays have been snowy, and half I've been like outside enjoying yeah. like a spring-like day
0: yeah yep it just all depends on stuff <laughs> <laughs> all right ladies well thank you for joining us on this podcast and thank you guys for listening if you have any questions feedback I know that it's a lot um and it, it really just comes down to you know where you're at where you want to be but don't over complicate it start start big then start small or like work your way down to small, um, just at least to get you going and then you can scale from there. All right. Well, thank you so much and leave us a review. If you love this podcast and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.